0: I'm Courtney Lundeen, and welcome to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. Do you find yourself wishing you could have more moms, sisters, and friends encouraging you and pouring into you, inspiring you to live as the mom God has called you to be? Too often, our culture minimizes the role of motherhood, but I believe that being a mom is a high calling, and we're answering the call and stepping up to the plate. I love simplicity and efficiency, habits and routines, but my favorite part of life is being a mom. If you want practical strategies to lighten your load, simplify your life, let some things be easy, and make room for what matters most, you're in the right place. I'll remind you that every blessing and provision is God's and help you reflect that mindset in your homes and to your families. Thanks for joining me, friend. I'm glad you're here. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Elevate Motherhood podcast. Today's episode is something I like to take into consideration when it comes to home organization and decluttering and home efficiency. I'm calling it the rate-limiting steps in home organization. I have taken a million science classes in my life, so today this is me combining my science life with my home organization life. Have you heard the concept of rate-limiting steps? The official definition is that the rate-limiting step Is the slowest step in a reaction and the one that determines the rate of the overall reaction so this basically means something that is the slowest step of a bigger process or some step that runs out and the rest of the steps in the process could continue if it wasn't for that one part of the process so today we're applying this concept straight from science class to our homes I know this sounds so dorky, but it made so much sense to me when I thought of it, so that I hope that it helps you to think this way too. I think we can apply this concept to decluttering and deciding how to have our home and the items in our home work for us and not against us. We are kind of shooting for a middle ground here, and it will be interpreted for each person differently. So, rate limiting steps. You know how some things that you never have enough of and it's always bothering you, and it is a rate limiting step for you like for me a recent example was literally every week for months i would run out of chip clips i would look in the drawer where i keep them and there would be none left and i use them for so many things like my frozen fruit bags in the freezer or for our crackers or our bag of frozen meatballs i clip some of my protein powders if the bags won't like seal properly so many things and a whole set of chip clips is like five dollars when it hit me this is a rate limiting step i am always annoyed and bothered and rebagging things because i'm out of these chip clips once i realized this was a rate limiting step of my kitchen functioning in the best possible way i realized i could just buy another set for five dollars and that part of my life would be easier like so simple Another example is kids' utensils. I bought a pack of spoons and forks that we love, but for some reason it was never enough. I'd be like pulling them out of the dishwasher because we'd run out of those kids' spoons and forks before it was naturally time to run the dishwasher based on everything else that we use. So that was a rate-limiting step. I realized I could get another set, which also cost like $5, and then the process daily would be more smooth. So my question for you are is, are there some inexpensive things that, based on the cost of the item, are worth the time that it would save you or the hassle of not having enough. This is why I love home organization. While money is also a very real rate-limiting step sometimes, certain times our time is more valuable than the money required for certain things. So if we run our home efficiently by tweaking a few things, reorganizing or buying another set of $5 chip clips, this is the kind of thing I just love but there is a flip side to this so we are shooting for the sweet spot like i said so the flip side is if you have listened to any of my home organization episodes so far you know i tend to prefer having less items in the home overall less seems to be more manageable than more usually when it comes to the number of items and belongings in a home so sometimes we can use these rate limiting steps to our advantage the sweet spot for example If you have 30 pairs of socks, you may not do laundry until you're out of socks because that's your rate limiting step. You're out of clean socks. You can't pick out your outfit. So you have to do laundry that day. But since you have 30 pairs, by then it's been almost an entire month and the laundry has piled up like an enormous, overwhelming, unmanageable amount. So that would be the rate limiting step. Ideally would be somewhere closer to a reasonable amount of loads of laundry. So you don't want three pairs of socks, but maybe you don't need 30 because you want to run the laundry more frequently when it's a manageable amount of laundry. Does that make sense? This is why I don't like the idea of minimalism when it's only for the sake of having less. The goal, for me at least, isn't having minimal things. It's about minimizing the things that are in the way of the life you really want to live. Efficiency for the sake of spending your precious time on the things that really matter with the people who really matter. So I want you to hear me telling you that less is not always better. Sometimes more of certain things can make our lives easier. I think towels might be another common example of this flip side of the rate limiting step where we need to give ourselves a rate limiting step. If you own like 20 towels that your family uses just for showers and baths, your family members might just use one towel once, throw it on the ground or in a hamper, grab a new one the next day, repeat until all 20 towels are used up. And then you have to do laundry. But if each person had like one or two towels, they'd be more likely to reuse them or you'd end up doing the laundry before it's a giant pile of 20 towels. You would maybe do it every few days. You don't want to have to do laundry too often, but you probably also don't need to wait until it's a pile of 20 towels that you have to do all the time. It may even be doing laundry as often. You just have more stuff because you're not reusing it so somewhere in the middle is that sweet spot it's this amount that's closer to exactly what you need instead of way too much but it's not so little that you can't function easily if you want to live in a home with 30 coffee tumblers that fall out when you open the cabinet and you have to like shove them to the back and some tip over and there's no way you'd ever even use half of those before doing the dishes again that might be too many but this is different per item and different per person there's no magic number it's just a concept that I want you to keep in mind as you live your life and decide how your home functions best. Do you need to buy another set of chip clips? Do you need another pair of scissors so you can keep one in the kitchen because you always need them in the kitchen, but you store them in the office? Are you always running out of kid spoons before you run the dishwasher? Is that your rate limiting step? Could you buy another set? One more tip along these lines, and this is just me really overthinking this as I do, but to me, it feels more simple and clean and easy to just have a lot of one type of thing instead of a little bit of 10 different types of the same thing. Like if you already know you have that type of kid spoons, just buy another set exactly like it and don't overthink it and don't get a new option, then you have too many options. This way of thinking kind of automates things like we've talked about before. It helps reduce the decision-making, decision fatigue. It will end up that you always pick your favorite spoon each time and then you'll run out. So what I'm saying is just get more of what you already know you like and don't overcomplicate it. When you have more of the same thing, it also feels more aesthetically pleasing because it looks like one complete set instead of lots of different mismatching things. So when you're purchasing something else to bulk up a quantity of what you already have and use... Just get the same thing that you already use. You already know you like it because you want more of them. Just don't overthink it. Add to a complete set feeling instead of adding another type separately of the same item. Okay, that's all I've got for today. I hope this rate limiting step explanation helps you. Helps you decide how many of each thing to keep when you're decluttering. And I hope that you can find the sweet spot for some of these items that you use very regularly. If you love this podcast, would you tell your friends and leave a review? And of course, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. Before we go, I'd love to say a prayer and blessing for you. Dear God, thank you for these listeners. Thank you for the honor of having homes to care for and people in our homes to care for. Let us keep grateful hearts and count it all as joy. In your son Jesus' name, amen. All right, friends, until next time, let's elevate motherhood.